0: Hello, I'm Dr. Annaline Weston, Dental Legal Consultant at Dental Protection. Welcome to Risk Bites, a series of podcasts created specifically for dental practitioners in Australia. Risk Bites looks at the key dental legal risks and issues affecting dental practitioners across Australia and provides helpful advice and guidance on how to steer clear of them, leaving you free to provide safe and high quality dental care for your patients. We're going to be rolling out a mini-series within Risk Bites this year called The Tipping Point. These case discussions are intended to identify and explore the moment in time where a patient moves from being simply disgruntled to actively becoming a complainant. In this episode, I'm joined by my colleague, Anita Kemp, who's one of our case managers with Dental Protection, and Anita's going to share a case and complaint that wasn't actually about the treatment provided at all, but rather about communication and consent or lack thereof. So let's talk through it and see if we can determine the tipping point. So Anita, can you perhaps start by giving us some background about this particular case?
1: Thanks, Annalena, I'd love to. Look, it can be extremely rewarding and enjoyable to work in a practice where there's a number of practitioners and support staff. However, this can also mean that there'll be times when our patients will be treated and cared for by our colleagues, and conversely, there'll be times when we'll have to care for our colleagues' patients.
0: Yeah, and when preparing to meet patients for the first time, we're often able to rely on their clinical records to ensure continuity of their care, and so that we can get to know them a little bit before we see them, can't we, Anita?
1: Yeah, we can, and then if the records permit, gain maybe a valuable insight into who these patients are. At the very least, we can utilise these records to establish initial rapport by inquiring about their most recent appointment and asking how they've been in the interim. Unfortunately, the same opportunity is really reciprocated for our patients, and it comes as a surprise when they attend their appointment and are told they're seeing someone else or someone new.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure many of us can recall a time when we've happily strolled on out to reception, introduced ourselves to our patient and invited them into the treatment room, only to be met by the patient's obvious shock or even worse, contempt.
1: I know, I certainly have. And after an awkward moment, we realised that our patient attended Their appointment expecting to see someone else, usually their regular dentist, hygienist, or OHT. At this point, that horrible feeling of dread and anticipation that we've already started off on the back foot can be difficult to ignore.
0: Yeah, back foot indeed. Um, I can definitely recall a similar situation happening to me on more than one occasion and also how it made me feel. Uh, Particularly in my practice, we have lots of practitioners who work there and some of them speak to their patients in their language of origin. So those patients come in expecting to be able to communicate in that language and what a shock they get then when they're stuck with me. So it's also in those cases impacted on my ability to communicate with the patient and and how they felt about me in the first instant because they already feel uncomfortable because they feel that we're not going to connect or be able to talk. So based on that and, and everything else as well, I'm really keen to hear how this case study unfolded.
1: Well, to set the scene, Mr T had landed his ideal role in a long-standing, busy dental practice. The practice was expanding and decided to create a new role within the team for an oral health therapist. Both existing dentists had worked independently for many years and welcomed the prospect of another set of hands to assist with their patients' treatment and care. The great news was that Mr T's appointment book was quickly filled by the administrative team, which equated to a much-needed reduction in waiting times and lists for Dr G and Dr P, so it really was a win-win for everyone. That's great. Now fast forward a few months, Mr T has been happily working in the practice and it all seemed to be going really well. His schedule for this particular day concluded with a family visit for Maddie 8 years old, Tom 10 years old, and they were accompanied by Billy, Maddie and Tom's mother. When Mr T happily greeted the family and introduced himself as the new oral health therapist, he sensed immediately that something didn't seem quite right with Billy. Though comparatively, the children seemed excited to meet Mr T and headed straight down to the treatment room, with Billy trailing behind.
0: Ah, I think we've just seen our first red flag
1: you have definitely been here before. Now, during Maddie's appointment, Mr T advised Billy that Maddie needed a small restoration, in fact, her first ever filling. And once again, he noticed that Billy seemed hesitant. When she asked if Mr T was sure about the filling, because Dr J had only examined Maddie's teeth six months earlier and said that everything was perfect, there was part of him that wasn't wasn't really surprised." And although Mr. T sensed Billy's reservations towards him, he genuinely wanted to build rapport. So he spent extra time going over the x-rays and intraoral images, hoping to bridge the gap and establish initial stages of mutual trust. After they said their goodbyes, Mr. T returned to the surgery and checked his book and felt reassured in his efforts when he saw that Billy had scheduled Maddie's next appointment with him.
0: That's great. And it's great that he had the common sense, I guess, to spend that extra time. So it sounds like it's so far so good.
1: Yes, indeed. When Maddie returned for her treatment, Mr. T explained the restorative procedure and assured Maddie that she could let him know if she needed a break. He then commenced treatment and was very surprised when Maddie became fidgety and unwilling to cooperate despite his best efforts. He attended to Maddie's needs, stopping and providing rest breaks, and confirmed that both Maddie and Billy were happy to proceed prior to resuming any treatment. With much effort, patience, and kindness, he was able to complete the restoration and congratulated Maddie on her bravery and persistence, and also Billy for being such a great support. He thanked Maddie and Billy for attending their appointment and continued on with his day. So Anita, it
0: sounds like Mr. T really put the extra effort in with Maddie and her, of course, her mother Billy,
1: and it's all paid off and that they've actually got a great result. Well, yes, and no. The next day, Mr T was informed that Billy was unhappy with Maddie's appointment and with Mr T's care.
0: Well, perhaps that's not unanticipated in the context of this discussion, but I'm curious to know what their concerns were.
1: Billy had sent an email setting out her discontent, which stated, We arrived expecting to see Dr J, as we've done so many times before over the last six years, and then we were told that we're seeing Mr T, the new oral health therapist. No one had explained to me that we would be seeing someone else or even asked if we were okay with this, because we weren't. Also, my appointment was made six months ago, so there was plenty of time for them to let us know. Now prior to our appointment, we'd never met Mr T or even heard of him. And what's more, I had to go home and Google what an oral health therapist was. All of this after he'd already examined Maddie and Tom and after I'd made our appointment for Maddie's filling. I was extremely angry and disappointed that I wasn't even given any choice in the matter. I mean, no offence to Mr. T, I suppose, but surely this is something that I should have a say in. Maddie's appointment was awful. She seemed really uncomfortable. They had to keep stopping and coaxing her on. I get that he was doing his best, but this had never happened with Dr. J, albeit that this was her first ever filling, I guess. When I went out to settle the account, I expected the fee would be reduced given that Mr. T wasn't even a dentist. And I was surprised when Jane explained the fee was the same, irrespective of which practitioner provided the treatment. Had I known this to be the case, I would have waited to see Dr J. And what's more, I should be able to choose who we see. If there are any changes in our appointments, then I should be notified of this, and at the very least, given the opportunity to decide whether we attend.
0: Poor Mr T. After all that effort, care and kindness he'd provided, this would be really difficult for any practitioner to hear. 100%
1: Annalene. Mr T read over the emails, initially feeling quite upset and a little sick I guess, but after reading over the email a few more times, he realised that most of Billy's concerns were not directly related to Mr T's treatment or care of Maddie or Tom, but a result of poor communication which had left Billy feeling like she had been abandoned by Dr J, then shuffled on to Mr T without her consent. In fact, in Billy's mind, she and her family had been in a long-standing relationship with Dr J and the practice, and this lack of communication and care had left her feeling really upset and insignificant.
0: I can see feeling this way would be upsetting, and I'm sure if we're all entirely honest with ourselves, many of us would feel exactly the same if we went to our hairdresser or physio or GP expecting to see the person we had built a relationship, albeit therapeutic, only to find out on arrival that we were seeing someone completely new and unexpected. So was this the tipping point then?
1: Well, interesting in this case, there isn't one moment which caused the patient or parent to tip, but rather there was obstacles already in play even before Mr. T walked out to introduce himself to Maddie, Tom and Billy and unbeknownst to him. In fact, as soon as Mr. T introduced himself, he was being constantly compared to Dr. J. So every time something was said or something was different than the usual visits, this solidified Billy's contempt for not being included in the decision to transfer a care to Mr. T.,
0: So in reality, the decision had been made without her knowledge or consent. So it's almost like some scales then, and everything she's just adding to one side of the scales, isn't it? So Mr T's being unfairly compared and scrutinised as a result.
1: Exactly. Unfortunately, Billy no longer felt like she was an equal partner in her care, but more like a number, and she considered this a personal affront after years of being a loyal patient. Billy's and Mr T's case highlights the importance of good communication and consent across entirety of a patient's care. Had the practice and Dr J let Billy know that she would be seeing Mr T and explained his role in the practice, things might have been different. And though Billy may have not been happy that her appointment had been moved to Mr T, she should not have been surprised, and most importantly, and in Billy's mind, she'd be given an opportunity to consider her options and decide whether this new modality of care suited her and her family. Yeah,
0: it reminds me of our well-known dental protection phrase, what we tell our patients prior is an explanation and what we tell them after
1: is an excuse. And yet it always holds true. Patients don't like excuses, nor do they want to be cared for by a practitioner or even a practice who apply a paternalistic filter over their care. In fact, Billy and Mr T's case is a good reminder that the conversation of a consent is not only confined to our discussions about treatment, but a necessary consideration in all aspects of our therapeutic relationship from the beginning to the end.
0: Yeah, it really is. So thank you, Anita, for sharing this case with us and thank you all for joining us today. And we hope that you found this content relevant and helpful. We look forward to sharing more guidance with you in the future. If you like Dental Protection podcasts and you'd like to hear more, please subscribe and leave a review.